God, last day of July, July 31st, 2019. Damn, you just blew the fuck out of the levels. I've maxed out every level I have on gold. Someone's gonna, they're gonna play the music and then you're just gonna scream in their ear. And they're gonna be like, God damn it, Scott. Yeah, I think I'm gonna try to mix it in so that it's that little break in the intro. And then, that's gonna get them going. I uh, let's 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 just jump right in. So if you haven't stopped hey, listening yes. already, thank yeah, you for stick joining with us. us. Stick with us. It's gonna be a great show. Last day of July, we're all amped to move into August. Cause apparently, that's when you you actually have several key events in your life in August. True. The birth, of wedding your first anniversary, child and the wedding anniversary. There you go. Next next Wednesday. Yeah, we. Is that from, your wedding anniversary from today? Actually, I can't possibly be right. That's not when your wedding anniversary is. That's what? the birth of your first child. No, no, no. Yeah, that's when Yeah. Okay. the older one's birthday is. Wedding anniversary is a few weeks away. Yeah, it's the 20th. Although right? it's the magic number anniversary. No, 19. Oh, 19. Uh, magic number of what? It's on the 19th that will be our 19th anniversary. Is that why it's the magic number? Yeah, I think, that, well, like, you know, when your birthday's on the 8th and you turn 8, that's your, like, magic number birthday or whatever. I don't know if that's what no, it's No, I have no fucking like idea what you're talking about. <laughs> your like birthday's you on the 21st, so when you turn 21 right. on the 21st, that's your that's your thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it like it was yesterday. What a magical birthday it was. Where were you when you celebrated your 21st birthday? I was in Columbia, South Carolina. I remember. I actually do remember what I did. Because most people, when they turn 21, get drunk for the 42nd time in their life. But they tell their parents it's for the first time. But I, as a non-drinker for my entire life, did nothing of the sort. I actually, on my 21st birthday, I do remember this. I played basketball at the church off of Polo Road. Indoor? Outdoor. Oh, oh, the... Yeah, uh, remember the famous summer leagues? Presbyterian play... summer yeah, the leagues. <laughs> famous summer leagues. I mean, infamous, but they were, you know, it was so consistent that you... It wasn't even like you had to... And this was before cell phones, obviously. It wasn't even like you said you had to call everybody, hey, are we going to play? It's, you just showed up. At whatever time it was, True. and there were just people there, and we were just running. Like, I got next. Anyway, and then... Um, That's true. We did over do that a lot. A lot. And then we'd get uh, we'd get slushies at the... But then later we the played at that church off of Trenum. St. Mike's. Yeah. St. Mike's. That was right St. across Mike's. from Mike Hayes' house. Right. Yeah. St. Michael's Episcopal. Um, but a anyway, so of, I played uh, basketball, and then Ricky we hung Gross out. Uh, Ro and I... You're not listening to me. Yeah, Richie, correct. I could, couldn't hear you for a second. This shit-ass connection. Anyway, all right, now it's okay. So then, yes, thank you for that excellent audio. <laughs> but no, so we played basketball, and then we hung out at uh, Mike Hayes' house. Me and Ro and Mike Hayes, and I was like, all right, I'm 21. Next day, same shit. Different day. Basketball. Basketball and, and hanging. That's Slurpees. Oh. That was all I did. That was fun. That was the life. I was living it. I was in living it. Living the life. 
I think that summer I was working at Gallman Personnel as the receptionist. So, truly living the dream. Making eight dollars an hour, as Th- I recall. That's not the place. That's not the construction job where you fell asleep on the job and got fired. No, that was a different one. <laughs> that was fun too. Classic Scott story. <laughs> and I didn't get fired. I actually kept that job all summer. They I said they would have fired. fired me. But... <laughs> no, I did not. They said they would have fired me, but I only had two weeks left before I went back to school. I can't so. believe they kept paying you. I'm surprised they're just not, not like, don't come back. Yeah, they didn't care. I did a good job of doing nothing. Sweeping. Clearly, they didn't care. Sweeping things into other rooms. Sweeping. Sweeping and sleeping. Sweeping and sleeping. That was one of the best summer jobs I ever had. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Created my own cardboard bed. That was classic shit. Anyway, how do we get off on this topic? Oh, something about 21. We're talking about magic number birthday. The magical birthday. The thing that Todd made up. We should hashtag that. Magical birthday. Something that is clearly Magic fabricated. number birthday. Let's see if it is anyway. a hashtag. Hashtag magic. Should it be magical or magic? It's magic. I'm going to put this in the show notes. Number birthday. Oh. Hashtag. There's one post with magic number birthday. Yeah, from Todd Hoffman, 2004. No, it's not for me. It's 179 weeks ago from Happy Day Cakery. Happy okay, 11th birthday, Steph. It. it just says magic number birthday. Let's see if the internet knows what that is. If you got one hit on Google... One, it, it one hashtag. No, 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 no. Not on oh, Google. you're just doing the hashtag. Oh, <clears throat> it was on... Uh, I got you. I follow. Instagram. Oh, well. I mean, if it's anywhere, yeah, it's on Google's Instagram. not giving me much either. So the, it's not called the magic yeah, number. Because it's not Maybe a like thing. Golden number. You made it up. You got anything else on this magical oh, birthday so it's, topic? It's called a person's golden or grand birthday, also a per, also as yeah, also referred to as their lucky birthday, champagne birthday. Or star birthday, like champagne birthday, occurs when they turn the age of their birthday. For example, when someone born on the 25th of the month turns 25, or when someone born on the 9th of the month turns 9. So it's called the golden or grand birthday. Or, if you prefer, Drake style champagne birthday. I mean, if I was going to do it, yeah, let's pop some fucking corks up in a bitch, but yeah. Okay, well, regardless... (laughs) Your champagne birthday was 33 years ago, and mine was almost yeah, two decades ago. ago. So I don't know why we're talking about this. It does not oh, matter. But like it's completely irrelevant. My, I just want to talk about where I spent my 21st birthday. Oh yeah, let's hear that. Can't wait to hear this story. I think I know the answer. I Go ahead. I was in Saint Petersburg, Russia. Right, you were in a foreign nation. That's what I thought. And we went to club and underground bomb shelter. And saw Bend. That was actually pretty fucking cool. Yeah. What was the band? Nyet! I have no Is idea. I have Nyet. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> it was it was Somebody that was fun be. though. I did not drink, but I did hang out with people at that bomb shelter and then I feel like we went to some apartment that was empty. I don't know why. It was in Saint Petersburg in the nineties, okay. so it was weird. 
as opposed to St. Petersburg now? Like, what's the? I don't, well, I mean, it was like you don't know. It was like mid '90s, so it was after sort of they were sort of a not really a democracy, but they had broken out of the sort of it wasn't the Soviet Union anymore. It was now Russia. There's like right. people didn't really know what they were doing. There were a lot of gangsters and shit. Not, I mean, not that I interacted with them, but there, it was just the country was in. I mean, hang I don't on, feel like on. it's gone. Hang on, thanks for the clarification. <laughs> Todd was not dealing drugs and doing hits. All There's right. some podcast where they talk, or something I heard where somebody was talking about how they hung out with gangsters in Russia. It was like a TV show or a podcast or something. Anyway, well, that's a big difference. Yeah, go ahead. that was not me. <laughs> Um, Good to obviously, know. but, uh, there was a lot of that going on in the country and I don't, I don't like everyone sure. thought it would settle down. I don't know if it has, it's just sort of switched. Sure. Maybe from gangsters to politicians. Right. Interesting. Go. Anything else happen on your 21st birthday? Um... Not that I remember. That's about all I remember. Not that you recall. And I didn't drink, so it's not a... Right. It's not a... So it wasn't a champagne birthday? No. My champagne birthday was much younger. Champagne wishes and caviar dreams? Isn't that what they say? On Lifestyles? Robin Leach. Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. It's a terrible accent. Oh, I'll admit to it. Quite bad. All right, let's do a worst accent. Go. What's your worst accent? My worst Dutch. accent. Go. Yeah, what is it? Yes, Dutch, because I don't know what their accent sounds like. Any accent, Harken I don't know what it sounds like. Harken doek and Iceland? No. Do an Icelandic one. Uh, Shout out to all I our international listeners, by the way. I can't do an Icelandic, but I at least have some idea of what they sound like. They all sound like Bjork, I think. I don't know what the men sound right. like. Okay. They but do have like a thick lower. kind of weird... I feel What's like that? it's slightly I Slavic. <laughs> I think it's slightly Scandinavian, actually. It probably has some similarity to that. Fjorden, Fjorden, Fjorden. I'm, I'm doing all of them the same. Like, France. Schlacken, Flugen, Flagen. Spain. Hocken, Flugen, O. I could do Fran- French or Spanish. That's easier. <laughs> Just add an O to the end of everything. That's how they do in Spain. Anyway. Um, okay. I wanted yeah, to, like before we actually get into any sort of topic... Put a little something on. Huh? Sorry, go ahead. Right, Nothing. that was good. That's good Continue. stuff. Um, Swedish chef, that's what I was thinking of. That's what I was Allora. Imitating there. Um, before we get into any sort of topic... Yes. I, are you done? Let's let's all take a time out. Let Todd <laughs> finish his fucking annoyance. Just no, get it all just out. go on. God, just Clear the lines. All right, hang on. We gotta clear the phone lines. Right, clear them out. Clear them out. All right, now, now, <laughs> Chuck Willery and the motherfucker. Um, I, I, I he's an asshole now. I know. Oh, is he? I didn't know anything about that. Yeah, he's like. What is he getting? Is he political? Trumper. Okay, yeah. Fair enough. All right, and that's the end of politics talk here on the program. <laughs> Did we? Uh, oh no. So I want to I want to bring something to your attention that you probably did not hear about. But okay. Bring there it. is a a YouTuber, a vlogger. Her name is Janelle Eliana. She's Wait, a... just a quick quick aside. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Do people blog anymore? 
Yes. Like, is there even is there even a blogging platform? Is it through like uh, yes. Medium or uh, Tumblr? Is that what people blog on? Tumblr is still the most popular one, to my to the best of my knowledge. I feel like blogging, like, actually, that's not true. There's one sort of blog that I follow that's like an art blog, but I, I feel like most of that's been replaced by tweets to like, and if it's a longer form content, they just like yeah. s- put a le- put a link in the tweet either on Twitter or on Instagram, and it takes you to like the longer. But form see, content. that's still a blog. It's just uh, yeah, fair enough. I'm just it just yeah it, it. I guess the difference is like I don't have like an RSS feed reader anymore where I like I used to do that right. where it would like aggregate blogs and like give me updates and I yeah move yeah. through them. I assume they still exist, but I don't feel like people browse that the same way due to social media. Sorry, so. so I was wondering if if vlogger made sense. Do people vlog? That uh, that seems more popular, I guess. But far more I, popular. The con the content doesn't feel like it's sort of personal entry is what I think of blog is like today I went to the well, grocery store and I met a man and blah, blah 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 that sort of thing yeah a lot of it is more just a day in the life but obviously that's because no I'm saying I feel like most of that video, content but, has moved on yeah. where it's like more topically based so if I was a vlogger it'd probably be like somebody giving tips on Fortnite or like there's a lot of that. Here's how you fix your car, or whatever the fuck it is. Like something that they have some expertise in, and be talking about that rather than just like random shit that they might be talking about, which was more popular when there's less stuff on the internet. Seems like. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. How you I don't know. About that. If I anyway, continue. You, there's I a knew, vlogger. Nah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Fine. So there's a vlogger. Her name is Janelle Eliana. She's a 20-year-old. She's half, I think, half Nigerian, half Filipino. Anyway, she's ethnically diverse, lives in California, lives in a van. She took a conversion van and converted it into a home, and she lives with her snake in the van. She put up two YouTube... Are you looking this up? Because if you're not, you're not paying attention. I just looked up... I looked up her name just to see what yeah. she looked Janelle like. Janelle Eliana, so you can see it. So she, attractive young girl, that's not relevant. She put up two videos. After her second video was up, she had moved from, her first video got 20, garnered her 20,000 subscribers. By the time the second video was up, she had 1.5 million subscribers. So I'm bringing this up to you because as you know, we're trying to get 25 people to listen to this show <laughs> let alone 20,000 or 1.5 million this bitch put up two videos we got 60 podcasts out there she's got two videos and she's already exponentially higher than us so I feel like maybe as much as we've joked about putting up a video of the podcast I feel like maybe that's not a bad idea if we do that do all the hashtags whatever we need to do and do we then need to add a see snake? what happens Seems like a snake is key to this. I mean, as you have remember, you, wa- as you, have saw, you watched it? Started, I watched like five minutes of the her second video, or maybe her. Th- she it, finally posted a third one that said it was like ten questions. I watched five minutes of that. Was one. it tolerable at all? Like, is she? Does she have a good personality? I mean, she's got a personality. Yeah, she's got a personality for sure. Or is it and, just and it's because she's like she, attractive? The the one that I. I mean, I don't, I don't think that hurts. But the one that I watched, she had she started out the video with the snake like in her hair, 
like the snake just crawls all over. I think people were probably, you know, kind of the freak factor there or whatever. But, um, but yeah, maybe you should contact her directly. Uh, and get some tips sure. on how to spread the word. It's definitely going to happen. We can have uh, her on her for an interview. Content. Um, her debut video is a nearly 30-minute tour of the self-converted van. Right. I wonder if she actually self-converted it. She did. She did. She doesn't she, look like she, a a handy person to me. No. Since it's all but pink she and talked about that in the five inside. minutes that I watched today. So. Unless she talked lying, about converting she it. Actually. Good for yeah, she talked well, about I mean, how she did it all herself. Converted my. It doesn't look like there's a lot of structural change. So maybe she just like. No. Stapled a bunch of shit to the walls. Very possible. But she did build a little terrarium for her snake. A terrarium, so a a terrarium. Right. Um, anyway, so that's all. I just wanted to bring that up to bring that to your attention. So I don't know if we should like contact her and just get her to mention the bro pod <laughs> on one of her vlogs sure. and see what happens. Um, I recently, I, somewhat related, I didn't think about this until just now. I was writing in this morning, listening to a podcast that is a poker player vlogger who also does a podcast and I had written them a letter or an email rather a few weeks ago and they read it on the podcast now I'm pretty sure did at the end of my letter you our podcast name? I did I put like I had a PS and a PPS they didn't read any of that they just stopped at the end of the letter mm-hmm. unfortunately because they could well, tell was your letter related to gambling shit or something? it was because I literally I'd had a dream with it's a it's a, a fiance a couple um, a guy and a girl, and I'd had a dream that they were involved in, and we were playing poker. And I knew if I wrote in about that, they would read it, and sure enough, they did. So they didn't read the part where I said, "P.S. I have my own podcast, BroPodNetwork.com." They skipped all that. So. Interestingly, Eliana, wait, is that her name? Yes. Oh, that's her last Janelle name. Sorry. Eliana. Sorry. It, it says she is far from the first YouTube creator to capitalize on van life, a trend in which millennials are increasingly abandoning. Abandoning traditional housing arrangements for the freedom right. of the road, Correct. and they list a couple other people who are van life with between three hundred and four hundred seventy-five thousand followers or subscribers. And I've weird. actually seen videos like that before, just in passing. I, I don't follow any of those people, but so I get it. Like it's a trend. But in two videos. To jump up to 1.5 million? Now, yeah, the other that... thing, that whatever article you may be reading says is apparently she also had quite filter. an Instagram following. Ah, I don't know how sure big her helps. Instagram was, but, but so, I think she already had To be fair, she had also garnered a substantial following on Instagram prior to her YouTube foray to the tune of 189,000 followers. Okay. So That's a good kickstart. She's got us beat by a factor of a lot. 6,000? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, more than that, I think. More than that? Oh. I don't remember exactly where we anyway. are. In that pantheon. Oh, you're, you're talking about just Instagram so, followers. Or no, that's Twitter. Yeah, Is it yeah. Twitter that we have the two followers, you and I? Okay. Yes. we got to work on that. you got to work on Why is it we? I do everything. You need to do something. I don't know, what, I don't know how to do that shit. You're in that. Well, clearly I don't realm either. More than I am. Clearly, yeah. 
but you work with young people. Just talk to them. Do you have any social influencers at your job? Influencers? We do have yeah. a whole social media team. There you go. Get them involved. They're kind of all they're all dipshits though. I don't give a shit. Drop the Actually, robot I name. Say that. I'm sure they're all qualified people. I don't yeah, really know any geniuses. of them. Now you've really fucked us. That was our only <laughs> chance. Just drop a card. Like, create a card for ProPod Network. Just drop it in their seats one day. They're going to inquire. They'll be like, what Put is your this extension quality programming? Yeah. They'll think it's garbage, but then when they start listening, they'll be like, oh my god, this is amazing. This man works among us? And then they'll seek yes. it out. Where where is this genius? Where does he sit? Do you know where I sit? I, mean, I they sit won't by the it. fucking window. I have a great seat. No, you know what they'll say? They'll say, "Where is this genius?" Oh, oh six, he's in Studio six thousand. Aurora. A factor of six thousand is actually pretty close. <laughs> yeah, I know. I knew what I was talking about. Trust me. When you challenged my my math skills, I was like, "I'm not worried about this. I'm spot on." <laughs> it's surprisingly close. Yeah, I know. Anyway, so we can get there. We can get that uh, that sort of a, a following with a little yeah. leg work and elbow grease by well, you. Well, she, she what, like multiplied her YouTube followers a little less than tenfold. So we could get... Yeah, doable. We could, we could, we could do Very ten doable. times our Instagram follower on YouTube, we ten I think. Times. <laughs> There's got to be at least just some accidental, like, click-throughs. That's what I mean. So, the way I came across this, I don't know how I came, I think I was an article, I just get random news articles sometimes. And there were people speculating, like, how did this happen? Like, how does someone who puts up two videos suddenly have a million and a half? Like, is it some sort of algorithm that YouTube, like, pushed her for some reason? Or did she fall into some vortex where YouTube accidentally pushed her? Um... And, you know, a lot of people who understandably have... Is that a vortex zone? Yep, that's what a vortex zone A lot of people who understandably have spent hours and, and days and weeks of their life putting up hundreds of vlogs. And Blood, sweat, kind of and tears. Up. Sure. And tears. They're all upset, up in arms, if you will, about this bitch who just comes along and suddenly has 1.5 million followers. So, anyway. The question is, does she remember to click the monetize button? She may not have. She may not have, but that's, she will that's now. That's a key miss if she did not. And then she won't have to live in a van anymore. But then she won't have as many followers. See, it's a vicious she cycle. She won't have any more followers. It's a vicious cycle. If she doesn't live in the van. That's what, yeah, that's what I just said. Is that what you said? Correct. I, you that, broke up, so I didn't quite hear Blip, blip, blip. This connection is horrible. We have to figure a new way to do this. Anyway, all right. Speaking of vans... 23 minutes in, let's get to topic one. You but put this down on the topic sheet, everybody. Prepare yourselves. Todd has brought content to the pod. Very excited about that. Shut the fuck up. I've been content you... every goddamn week. Do you? Not always topics, I mean... but always content. Okay. All right. Fair point. <laughs> A little bit. You wanted to talk about your car history. In Yours fairness, I stole this from the Free Agents podcast, formerly the Starters, okay. formerly the Basketball Jones, because Fair I don't know enough. why they were talking about it, but I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. What is my car history? Now, when they went through their car history it's, there it's in their mid to late 30s, they had like, not mine, theirs on the oh. Free Agents, 
they had like six or seven cars. I'm like, why do you have so many fucking cars? Maybe we just hold on to cars longer than most people do. Because I've only had four cars. Me too. And I've been driving for quite some time. And to be fair, if I hadn't had... I probably would have only had three and a half cars, but one of them died. Right. That's kind of what I was about to say. If I would not been rammed from behind, I would still have my third car (laughs) and would not have moved on to my fourth. More than likely. Because I'm sure it would still be running. So yeah, let's run through our car histories. Break it down. All right. So, first car... I think it was it was 1990 because you had the same car. 90. I sure did. 1990 Ford Taurus. Tan. Formerly, no, it was gray. It wasn't tan. Get the fuck that bitch out of was here. tan. It was tan. <laughs> it was silver or gray. It was definitely it was not, not silver. Tan. It was it not was tan. tan. No. Nope. Right, carry on. There's got to be a photo of it somewhere. It was not tan. I doubt it. Uh, <laughs> A lot of bumper stickers on it. <laughs> I think I put most of the bumper okay. stickers on there. Actually, I'm sure our father put some of the bumper stickers on there, and then there I some added more. Ones. You added the Eagles, and, yeah. There's definitely some Siddle ones. There was an Eagles one, and I think we started getting, like, maybe you added, like, some punk rock band stickers to it, or maybe I did. Bands. Yep, you may have, but I Lag definitely Lag Wagon, did maybe. I don't remember. Eh, um, I don't remember. I mean... <laughs> It got old really quickly, I feel like. I think I acquired it around 94, which okay. four years old doesn't seem that old. But then uh, later, my next car, which we'll get to, um, died. And one summer, you had received the new Taurus, which was a 98. And I got the old Taurus because my car died before I got a new car. I remember that. And I drove it to. I worked in in Columbia, South at Carolina, in the summertime. Firm, right? Yeah, at an architecture firm, at at no which ways. we had to wear a tie, <clears throat> and a collared shirt, long sleeve shirt, every day except for Fridays, casual Fridays, we could wear a like polo shirt. But uh, I drove, I drove all summer in that car, which had no air conditioning, which was awesome was on amazing. the way home. Columbia, South Carolina, humidity index of like whatever 300 percent. on the way home fuck that on the way anywhere what do you mean that well in the mornings pleasant, even in like, the morning it was my commute was probably half an hour 35 minutes the mornings was, weren't so bad because it was still coolish because i was probably leaving around yeah. seven maybe probably that humid as hell, really, i don't yeah. know yeah it was coolish I, I definitely rolled down the windows which i typically don't do on the highway but in that thing you fucking had to yeah, then it would bake all day out in the sun because i didn't park in like a garage or anything i would mm-hmm. get in the car undo my tie <laughs> sometimes i think i would take my shirt off because it was so fucking hot and just that. sweat all the way home <laughs> so right. that was my miserable memory of the ford taurus then taurus yeah. so that was sort of that was post my next car the the miserable part of that the 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 good part of that was I remember that car I had a disc man because it did not have a CD yes. player because it was a 1990 no and the disc I had the car disc man which was supposed to have more anti-shock capabilities which sat anti-shock it didn't yeah. it didn't have like a console really that you could set the disc man in it, I mean no. this was the 90s they barely had cup holders in cars that was like a new feature I feel like um so it sort it of the, sat it on the, the armrest. double armrest, <laughs> as I recall. Maybe it did. I don't remember it. But it, 
I it just did, remember it, it it would skip a fair amount on the armrests, and sometimes I put it in the passenger seat. It was never a great situation. But you plug that no. tape deck in, the tape converter, and then play music through the the seat. The single CD player was it was a big deal That's back right. in the day. Just just aging Fuck ourselves hell. minute by minute. Um, I think it was also about the size of uh, a record player too. It was fucking gigantic. It wasn't quite that big, but yeah, it was big. It was it no, was there was, was no pared down. It was a, like the it was slightly larger than the size of a CD, but I felt like it was like two inches thick. It was thick as shit. It was thick. It was a thick bastard. Because I had, I, I don't know why. Come to think of it, but it was I a T H I C C thing. Maybe I, had, I don't know if it was the same one that you had or not, but I remember doing that too. I, I played mostly tapes, but I would, you know, treat same. myself occasionally with a CD. Treat so. yourself, yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of tapes were played in that car for sure. Speaking of punk rock stickers, then I moved on. I don't remember when I got a '96 Mustang. I'm not really sure why. It was not. <laughs> it was not manual transmission. I mean, I, I, I meant like I'm not sure if I got it as a gift. It was. It was definitely used. Which whatever. Um, here's and... what I here's what I recall. You tell me if this is true or not. Go for it. I feel like when we went to college, both of us individually, the deal was that mom and dad had saved up money for a college education. If we got a scholarship and we didn't need to use that money, that we could use it to get a car after our freshman year. That was definitely my deal. I don't know if you had that, that same sounds deal right. or not. Probably. I mean, they probably established it with me. But if it was a 96... <clears throat> probably. But if it was a 96 Mustang, that was after your junior year, right? Yeah. Your sophomore year. So that, that would be... The timing's a little off I remember. on yeah, I mean, I definitely had the Ford Taurus for like a couple years in college. I don't know. It might it might not have been. An, I remember it being a 96, but it was definitely used, so it might have been like, might have gotten it later in 96 and someone had owned it and put like 10,000 miles on it, or it might have been 97 when I got it. But I only had it for a year or two because like yeah. I was, after college, I was driving to Seattle for grad school and like the the main timing belt in it or something died They're like you you didn't yeah. notice this or whatever and I was like it seemed like bullshit to me honestly <laughs> like our friends uh, my father's friend owned the dealership so I'm fairly yeah. confident he wasn't like ripping us off but anyone else I would have been like what because it was like it basically the the way it was explained to me it more or less totaled the car somehow. I don't know. It was, yeah, weird. It was a really weird car. situation. I honestly, um, until you just said the timing belt, I remember it as the transmission fell out of the bottom of the car. So <laughs> that's the equi- – like, clearly that's not right, but it's it was that bad of a situation. Yeah, it was like it was the, this car. Granted, I was leaving for Seattle to drive across the country like the next week, so I had to get a car immediately to be able to do that. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was a very weird situation. Um, so the yeah. – I, I test drove two cars. Cars. One was the uh, it was like a a Ford. Uh, fuck, what were those called? It was what Tom had. It was like a a shitty little like boxy car. But I drove the, the wagon version. No, it wasn't a Festiva. It was like um what did Tom had? Because Tom had one with the spoiler on it. Because we always made fun of him because it has spoiler. Ford. <laughs> of course he did. Why would he not? <laughs> I don't remember Tom's car. I remember Tom's car being terrible, but I don't remember 
what he had. He um, also didn't have air conditioning, I as I recall. The King Supa days. Yeah, I think no that was AC by choice, though. I can't, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for the name of it, and I'm not seeing it. But anyway, I didn't get that. I wanted to get the wagon, and my then-girlfriend, now-wife, was like, you can't get a fucking wagon. You're like 22 years old. You can't drive a station wagon. Wait, wait, wagon. wait, wait, wait. Like, ah, you wanted to get a cool. station wagon? What? It, was, it wasn't a station wagon, station wagon. It was like, now it would be, con- oh, it was an escort. Oh, we had a Ford, Ford escort. escort. Okay. But they had a, yeah, they had a wagon cars. version. I see. <laughs> well, they stopped making them. They turned it into the Focus, basically. Anyway, but... uh. Okay, fair enough. So, yeah, I was going to get an Escort wagon, but decided against it. Instead, I got the Mercury Mistake. I mean, Mystique. That's right, And Mystique. drove that for a good 14 years. 17 years, yeah. Drove that bitch into the ground. Yeah, <laughs> that car. Oh, my God. I feel like I had a lot of problems. Probably didn't. I definitely had some issues with like the window motors breaking. So like, yeah. I That's when I was annoying. in grad school in Seattle, one summer I left the car there and had one of my friends drive it, and I got back and the driver's side window didn't go up. He's like, "Yeah, I put it down and then it just like crunched a little bit and it wouldn't go back up." And I was like, "How long has the window <laughs> been down?" He's like, "I don't know, a couple months." I was like, "Jesus Christ!" Jeez. Luckily, it does not rain in the summer t- in Seattle, so. It, I don't know. I got it fixed. It was a couple hundred bucks, if I remember correctly. But um, sure. Yeah, the mistake. Yeah, whatever. It, was, it, it we. I got it up to probably like 120 miles an hour in Montana. We we're driving across the country because they didn't have a daytime driving limit. So it definitely, right. <laughs> we definitely ran it hard for a while. It was mostly just a shitty commuter car. And living the dream. Finally, when we traded in the the Mystique, I think he get they gave us like three hundred bucks for it, six hundred. I don't really? know, felt generous. Whatever they gave me for it. Wow. I'm they gave you anything. Which, at which point they scrapped it. I'm pretty sure. Then I got. Oh, 100 What I have the car I have now the 2013 Prius, which I do like. But. Hang on, let's back the plan, up for a second. The, the plan is to to uh, retire the Prius in another year or two. Oh, that's exciting. We'll get we'll get to that in a minute. But... Go ahead. Of course. Um, the mistake, the thing, I mean, there are many things that I remember about the Mercury mistake, but I swear, and you'll probably say this is not true, but because it sat in the Portland climate for many, many years, I swear there was like moss growing on that car because you would you would uh, often go yes. long stretches and not drive it. Yes. Right? When I, I forget where I was working. I think I was working in an architecture firm downtown and we had a parking space in the back of our house. And I would leave it. I would take the bus into work or the train. Right. And it did. It was growing moss at one point because we we would drive it like once a week, and it would sit in the shady backyard. Right. And it it was definitely growing There's moss everywhere. Moss on it, which actually that sounds extreme, but if you live in Portland, that's actually not that uncommon to grow some moss on your car if it's sitting outside. It's just just Bro, the climate. I've seen cars with all sorts of shit in Portland. There was a car. <laughs> Um, down the hill from you, past that Rose Garden Park. I can't remember where it was, but someone had clearly like attached just all sorts of little sculptures and figurines. I don't oh, know if yeah, it was like a well-known a... car or not. 
Yeah, it's, it's fairly well known. That house. guy, yeah, he lives Ricky's. he lives near Ricky, or he did. Yeah. He also does okay, a lot of the window painting. I believe it's the same guy in Portland. Okay. There's a lot. There's yeah. very famous like window painter in Portland who does great work and has some very weird fucking cars. Yeah. With like mannequin so. parts and statues and trophies and shit glued to the exterior. Yep, that's what I'm talking about. Some weird ass shit. So yes, so. my my plan now is to to have a car for six years, and then trade it in because I feel like I'll get good use out of the car, but it will still have some value when I trade it in. Okay. I don't want to go another 14 years or whatever before getting a new car. I don't want to drive it into the ground. So wanna, you're not afraid of it. of having a car payment again? Nah, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess if you get a good trade, up to the value. point where I can afford. A car payment. Yeah, it should be about the same. I don't know if my right. car's paid off or not. I don't know. My wife does the finances. <laughs> Clearly have no idea. <laughs> oh, my God. It's got to be close. Um, worst. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'd like to get an electric car next time. We do have charging stations at my work, so. Uh, I. Wouldn't you need a my charging car... station at home? Not if it's at work. I mean, depend... the commute's only like 10 or 15 miles, so the charge would last to the next day. Okay. Um, and if I can use their electricity, win-win. I'm paying basically nothing for gas. Right. I mean, I, I certainly could charge it at home, but... I, I feel uh, like you should just have a station. I mean, you know, let's say you're going on a vacation. Going yeah, on a yeah. Trip, the, I think most electric cars, you can get like a 220 volt, which is like your dryer plug. So it's a higher right. watt right. voltage. Higher capacity. Or, yeah. or you can plug it in basically to standard 120. It just takes twice as long-ish. Um, so my plan is to try to get an electric vehicle. Right now, the, the leading contender is actually a Hyundai, I believe. It's called the Hyundai... So you're, you're looking into Kona? this seriously, even though it's still a year out. EV... Say it again. I said you're looking at this seriously, even though it's still a year away from you're... happening. Well, technically six years will be in January. Oh, so okay. It would be so next six year. six months away, yeah. Because right. I, bought, I bought my 2013 at the end of 2013, so six years would be 2019 in December, because right. I bought my car in December, so... I, I mean, like it's, I was it's not there. like a hard and fast number. You were there for some reason. I don't know why. Okay. It must have been Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving in Portland. That had to be what it was. Mm, I think it was December. I feel like maybe it was closer to Christmas. Maybe it was Thanksgiving. I don't remember. That wasn't the problem, uh, But no. yeah, that car has a that car has a 258-mile battery range. Yeah. And it's somewhat affordably priced. Doesn't look absolutely terrible, but yeah, we'll see. So I'm not, I'm not familiar. Can't with really afford what, a Tesla, but no, Teslas are badass though. Um, yeah. What um, what does it look like the Hyundai that you're that you're looking at? What's the name of it? Here, I'll just look it up. Uh, Hyundai. Hyundai Kona EV. It kind of looks like a, a crossover. Like it sort of looks like a small SUV. Okay, hang on, I'm looking at it. Oh, okay. It's not terrible looking. Wow, it's that not front the grill looks car, very yeah. futuristic. 
Yeah, so nowadays, the, the interesting thing that I've noticed is electric cars don't have a grill because they don't need one. They don't need the air intake to cool the engine because there is no engine Correct. or no gas engine. Right. So, you know, Tesla doesn't have one. They have that sort of smooth plastic thing, and Hyundai has right. taken some design cues from that as well. I guess they do have sort of a cowl at the bottom, but it's less is... of a, a grill on the front as, as, as a traditional car. This is going to be a somewhat random comparison, but it looks like the front of the one I'm looking at looks like Sub-Zero from Mortal Kombat. Like, it's like it's wearing a mask, and it's just, you can barely see its eyes. Like his eyes. bandana. So yeah, it does kind of look like he's wearing a bandana. That's what comes to mind there. So, uh, yeah, this says 36000 Fair enough. It's kind of the base price. Yeah, I mean, you get money back still from the government, so I think you get like seven sure. back in tax refunds, seven-ish. So it brings the price down. And as we mentioned, I wouldn't be Prius. paying for gas. So, and yes, trade-in as well. Yeah, this paying for All gas thing, things. that's fine. I, I barely pay for gas either. No, I, I don't pay a lot for gas either. I'm just saying I wouldn't be paying anything for right. gas. And if I can get right, the, the electric, electricity yeah, far, from somewhere else. How far do you go now on, let's say, a full tank of gas? How far does how far can the Prius go? Um, we got there? I get, let's see, I get about 45 miles a gallon. My My tank holds 11 gallons. Something like that. I mean, I, I don't usually knock it out, so I guess I go about 400 miles before I refill, if that makes sense. Right. It does. And it also doesn't surprise me. Okay. Interesting. 400-ish. I think they advertise that it can get closer to 50, but I think you have to, like, hypermile it, which means, like, right. accelerating very, very yeah. slowly. <laughs> Not not putting any sort of pressure on the gas <laughs> gas pedal. No, that like once you're up to speed, it doesn't matter. It's the sort of acceleration part that like. Well, yeah, that's the what burns the gas. Burns, or going sure. up hills, yeah. Coasting any Don't car can get 100 food. miles a gallon. Yeah. And uh, if you're under 20 miles an hour, it, it uses mostly electricity, so that's fine. Like stop and start traffic is actually pretty good for your mileage, because it's not using gas. But whatever. Interesting. I didn't know that. That's what I've been told. Well, that's exciting. That's uh, <laughs> the future of what you drive. Now, Anne's car is relatively new as well, correct? Yes, her a car is a 2015 and a half. It's weird because it's called like... They, they, had, they did a new... Introduced a new body style, I think in the yeah. second half of 2015 so hers is a 2015 and a half but gotcha. looks like a 2016 but the standard 2015 I think looks different or something like that um, but Who yeah she's knows? got she's got a little more time we bought it in 2016 so she's still got another three years if we follow the six year not that she next the, the next car she gets she would like to get a third row so we can transport more than just uh -oh. our family in it so if we Minivan have visitors, <laughs> the girls 
our my, our daughters really want a minivan. I think because they want to be able to press the button and have the door slide open. Because all all minivans now have that power that assisted door. Yes. Or just friends. Yes, they're like, we want a minivan. I'm like, what? What is wrong with you? Why do you want a minivan? I don't know. I mean, whatever. If we got a minivan, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. But it's probably not going to happen. I don't. But think you're Anne has any but you're saying that's probably not what she wants. She wants she the doesn't largest want, SUV. I, yeah. Not necessarily. I mean, there's like a Subaru, I guess, that has third row seating. It is an SUV, but like not like a Suburban or anything like that. It would be a smaller, large SUV, if that makes sense. Right. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, you've kind should, of... Should we discuss your prob- cars? We will in a second. You've probably accidentally done this, but you've kind of set up... So you're kind of leapfrogging each other, like every three to four years ish, you'll be in line for a new car. So that's yeah, good. That's kind of and as much as you're not getting a new car at the same time, like sure. You're not both jumping into payment plans, you know, you'll just kind of always have one going as the other one's cycling through, and then bon voyage, and then oh, get a new car. So. That's I mean, this is thing. our. This would be our first foray into the six-year cycle, so we'll see if it actually happens or not. Oh, it probably won't. But I'm saying the way it's set up <laughs> is a positive thing. Yes, like you, for sure. You, again, accidentally planned it well, but time will tell if that actually happens. <laughs> what, you, what is so. accidentally? You don't think this was done on purpose? No, I'm 100% certain it was not. 100% probably, certain. Probably correct. Um. Because you had the mistake for 14 years. So clearly this is not something you've thought about or planned for. Well, it, I mean, that was part of it. Car. I was like, I don't want to have another car for 14 years. That was too long to have that car. Yeah. No, it was it. worth nothing, and I didn't enjoy driving it for the last, I don't know, five years. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, so we'll get into now my history here. Um, yes. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so I, I started out with the same car, exact same yes. car that you did. Yes, the 94 did. Taurus was, was bequeathed to me. Bequeathed? Is that right? Um, yes. Bequeathed? No, what's the right word? Bequeathed. No. Okay. Um, yeah. to me. Given. We'll just say and, given. And this is where, yeah, this is where the timing and even the year of your Mustang, I think, I think you might have incorrect because I was driving to school my junior year which the fall of my junior year would have been 95, like the fall of 95. So you must have had another car at that point. I don't know how it could have been a 96 Mustang unless you got a brand spanking new Mustang that summer, and I don't think you did. I, that's what I was saying. So I, I don't think, think your it Mustang was new, was but maybe it, a it might have been the same model year as the, Is that a possibility? As the current. Like a... It's possible. I don't know. Let's look up the body style. I'll tell you if that's possible. Okay. We're looking it up. You you go ahead. Okay. So so I started with the 90 Taurus, which was tan colored, as we all remember. Certainly the interior was. We can argue and debate what the actual exterior it, color it was. was. It was not tan. It 100% was not silver, but I think I recall it as being tan, and I drove it. It was gray. Than, so. It was gray, if anything. Whatever. It was not, not beige. So, so I drove that car. It was known as the Big Daddy. I don't know why. Wait, by whom? Uh, Carter and I. Carter so and I my had... car, my car could have been a '94 
somewhere between 94 and 96, probably. 94 might have made sense. I think it was a 94. It makes a lot more sense. Anyway. Um, okay. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It only lasted 18 months for you. <laughs> but anyway, that's why you don't have memory of it. So, yeah, Big Daddy, because yeah. my, my, my one of my best friends, Carter, drove Datsuns in high school. He had a 70... 70- that he rebuilt himself with his father. Yes, right? that he helped rebuild himself. That's right. He had a 76 and a 71, I believe, were the years. Maybe a 77 and 72. Anyway, so his cars were tiny, like tiny little sports roadsters. And so my car was a large 45-year-old man sedan. And so hence the name Big Daddy. So I drove that all throughout high school. I thought it was awesome. I love that car. I would have continued driving it if not for... Again, after my freshman, maybe his sophomore year in college, I don't fully recall at this point, as Todd already discussed, I had the ability to get a new car, or a new used car, and so I did, and what did I do in all practic- practicalness? Upgraded the Taurus to a newer Taurus! I do remember right. that. I thought that. I thought the Taurus came from Dad, but I guess it didn't. You chose a Taurus. I always thought that was weird, now that you're yeah. reminding me of that. I was like, dude... So, you're fucking 19 or 20. Why are you getting a four-door sedan as your well, chosen car? there were reasons back then. <clears throat> True. Part One, of the reason was drums, I assume. Transporting the drums. That was arguably the best the best reason, the most practical reason. Plus, I knew I had a certain budget. I had a certain budget, and so my plan was to either get another Taurus, which is what I got, the 98 Taurus, or I was looking at a used uh, Ford Explorer, which would obviously have been very convenient to transport the drums. In retrospect, would not have fit me as a person at all, but would have been helpful for that. And I remember I narrowed it down to two cars, the Silver Streak, which was the 98 Taurus I ended up getting, or it was like a 91 Ford Explorer. It had like 8 million miles on it. (laughs) And I was just like, this thing's going to fall apart. It's not going to last. So that's a bad idea. This was 1999. And I could get a 91 or a 98. And so I went with a 98 Taurus. It had 19,000 miles on it. And I remember the day I pulled off the lot on that thing. in that thing, I was like, oh, this is amazing. Now, did it have any of the modern technologies? No, it was pretty amazing. stripped down. But um, it did have a, a tape deck, which I believe towards the end, the tape deck and the 90 Taurus didn't work. Did it have either. a CD player? So I was very excited to yet again have a tape deck that worked. And uh, it was just a nice car. Like, it felt new. It felt Wait, did you install it a disc so, changer in the trunk? I was very was happy about that. Car? Um, so I had that car. What's that? Did you in- install a CD changer in the back of that later? Or was that, a, was that the, the, the Ultima? Didn't no, you that have was a car that had, like, a disc changer in the back? So... Another famous story that Carter and I remember very well. So, yes, in the 98 Taurus, I got it one summer, I guess summer 99. The next summer, I decided I was going to install a CD player myself with Carter's help, right? So, because he has all the tools to do that sort of shit. And he's a he's a car guy. He's, he knows how that shit works. Yeah. So, we pulled out the, the stereo. And I'd purchased the CD player at Best Buy. I think it was like a hundred bucks. It was one of the most most expensive things I'd purchased at that point in my life. And um, other than the car, which you didn't pay for. 
other than the car itself, which I did not pay for. That's correct. And my drum set. My drum set I did partially pay for, so that was probably the most expensive thing. Anyway, so I... Uh, so we're, like, working on this, and I, I went over there, like, three or four nights in a row. We just could not get it to work. Something was not working. And so... I got dad to call Townley to hook me up with his audio guy or get the number of his audio guy. And so we call him up and after discussing what, you know, what we're looking at, what we're dealing with for a couple minutes, the guy famously said on the call, because there's a, there's a wire harness, right? There's a very important wire harness when you're installing car stereos, apparently. And Carter, I'm not blaming him, but Carter had cut one of the wires in this wire harness. And so we're talking to the guy, and we'd already mentioned that to him. And it was like he'd had a revelation. He was like, oh, I know what you guys can do. So you can." He's like, ah, but you cut the wiring harness. To this day, if I walk up to Carter Shuffler and go, did you cut the wiring harness? Ah, he'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Because that was just one of those moments in life that you don't forget. Because it's like, shit, why did we cut the wiring harness? So long story short, like two days later, we got a replacement wiring harness. Carter did some something, I don't know. To, to rig it up so that it worked and we installed the CD player and it actually worked and that was amazing and I had that CD player for many years beyond that but in 2003 while driving that same car I got XM which ran through the tape deck at least the one that I had and so that became the new thing and I had XM I actually took XM from that car to my next car, which I get to in a second. So I had XM for like 10 years, 10 plus years, 12 years probably before I finally canceled my subscription because now that I live here, I don't really drive at all. And XM, if you're not listening to it, why are you paying, you know, 20 bucks a month or whatever it ended up being? So I canceled my subscription. But anyway, so I rode that 99 or that 98 Taurus. If you wanted to? Um... Mm, well, you could. Well, no, not anymore. Because we have all these fucking websites blocked, which is really getting on my fucking nerves. That's a pet peeve of mine right now. So I can't access anything at work, specifically streaming websites. Gotcha. I might pull a, a fuck you card with my IT team and say, look, I'm a man of a certain position in this company. You need to give me unfettered access, but I've yet to do it. Anyway, that's another story for another day. Um, so... So yeah, so I drove that car until it literally started not like it was unsafe to drive because there was a, a ball joint or something. There was some joint in the front axle. I don't CV know. Like it, was get, it was getting slippery. CV joint. I think that is I what it was. It was getting a little joints, slippery. Yeah. Or sometimes they're called. Yeah, the driving that car was getting a little a little sketchy. Um, <laughs> so I do remember that too. That was funny. You, you nearly killing yourself. Yeah, driving. it was not. It was not good. Definitely nearly killing myself. To the point where you talked about your trade-in value for the mistake or whatever. I got $400 for my 98 Ford Taurus. Now, granted, it had about 140,000 miles on it, and it's a Ford Taurus. <laughs> but I should have gotten more than that. I think it's because Straight it was scrapyard. basically not functional. It was going to take them $1,200 to replace that CV joint. They probably didn't bother doing it at all. Um, so in 2011, yes, 12 years after I initially purchased it, I traded that in, and after talking with several co-workers, decided to get an Altima, which was a big change of pace for me, going to the Japanese cars away from the American cars. But I found it online. I loved it. It had, uh, it still had a tape deck, which I thought was pretty awesome. It was an 06, 
So I bought an 06 Altima in 2011. It only had, similar to when I bought the 98 Taurus, it also only had about 19 or 20,000 miles on it, even though it was five years old. So that I saw as a, a big plus. And, uh, and yeah, I had that car until I moved here and got rear-ended by a drunk whore as I went out to buy pizza one night um, when that car got totaled. And that was in 2015 that that car got totaled. So, and then I got the car that I, yeah. The car you have currently is? Is an 06 Maxima. And you purchased that car in 2015. That's correct. A nearly 10 year old car. nine years old. That's correct. Can you explain your thinking along those lines or? Sure. I like the Altima. As most people know, probably yourself included, the Maxima is just a one, you know, just a step up from the Altima. A little faster, a little sleeker, a little more luxurious. Um, and I used to drive fifteen to 20,000 miles a year. Now I drive about 2,000 miles a year because I ride my bike to work and I just don't drive anywhere, really. I don't take long trips or anything. I drive to the airport. I drive on the weekends to the grocery store and to get food and stuff, and that's really it. So I don't have a need for, you know, I, I didn't need a, a, a young car, a young car, a new car. <laughs> a new car. You're not in your car young, that much. fresh-faced, basically. sexy car. <laughs> no, not at all. You could go Again, with an that's older, why I got rid of accident when I moved here. And that's, less sexy car. Yeah. So yeah, my car is now 13, going on 14 years old. And I got it. It had 91,000 miles. I think I have like 105,000 now. So I put 14,000 miles in five years or whatever. That's insane. Um, but again, I think, you know, there's no reason it can't go to 150. It drives like a it drives like a dream, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> and uh, the best part about it, and I wanted to make sure I pointed this out, every car I've ever owned, even to this day, modern day, I dare you to find anyone that can say this, they've all had tape decks. I still have a tape deck in my car. No one. They buy, yeah, have, they bought a car four years ago, bought it with a tape deck, unless they're buying well, like some classic. Well, in fairness, car. you so, bought you bought a ten year old car four years ago, so that doesn't not relevant. I'm just saying, <laughs> I, I still got a tape deck. Even now, even that. today, if you bought a ten year old car, you probably couldn't get a tape deck in it. Maybe you could, but you'd I have know. to look. I don't think so. So my car, my my Maxima that I currently own, it's in the garage beneath me, has a tape deck, has a CD player. Has, and we've talked about this before, maybe not even on the pod, but if not, here we go. Has, does not have an 8-track, but has seat warmers, has a steering wheel warmer. Oh, yeah, baby. And those things are amazing, (laughs) let me tell you. That's arguably the best part about that I've heard you uh, wax poetic about the steering wheel warmer, for sure. Love the seat warmers. You have no idea. Not not the seat warmer, the steering uh, wheel warmer. Unexpected benefit the seat warmers are to me as a driver in the Denver winter. I mean, it obviously gets very cold here. So, so yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm not on a six year rotation like you guys. Yeah, that's right. Very cold. Um, (laughs) and six years, you'll get a 20 year old car. No, I, I mean, I, I could see myself driving this car for at least another five or six years, if not longer, as long as I have no issues, you know, assuming nothing else changes, major changes in my life. What the fuck are you doing? See, this is why we need the YouTube version. 
<laughs> you're looking at your face and you're scratching your nose for God only knows what reason. So yeah, so that's my car history. Taurus, Taurus, Altima, Maxima, keeping it real, keeping it steady, keeping it even, Steven. Sticking with two brands and two brands only. That's how I do it. You're bouncing around oh, like you're so... getting paid. Well, not really. I had Ford, Ford, Mercury owned by Mercury. Ford, and a Toyota. So I've really Toyota. only had two brands. Yeah, but you're already talking Hyundai. I mean, oh, it's true. I am branching out. I, I don't have any brand loyalty. I mean, the only reason we had Ford None. loyalty is because we had dealership connect-connect. Yeah, connect, 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 connect. Um, It's true. I, I would true. not... Uh, Ford is not a sponsor of the podcast. I, I'm sure they make fabulous cars yeah. these days, but the 90s were not a uh, pinnacle of innovation for the Ford Motor Company, I don't believe. But we didn't know that. We were stuck yeah. in it. We were living the dream. Yeah. No. Um, okay. So do we want to do we want to wrap it up, or do we want to do a quick touch base on the Stranger Things season Let's three? Do ST3. Now, Let's do ST three. Let's do now that it's super old and irrelevant because everyone's forgot that they watched it because it took you four four months to watch it. All right, dickhead. It came out in July. I watched it in July. What do you want from me? So what are your thoughts? You said to me, best season of the three. Did I say that? Explain yourself. Yes, you did. You said it was the best season so far. I don't don't remember saying that. I feel like it was definitely better than season two. Okay. For me, anyway. Fair point. You think season one might be right there in line? Um, It's been a while since I've seen season one, so I don't actually remember. Should be noted, by the way. Should be noted. A great show all the way through. I mean, we're yeah, talking yeah. the differences I, between I mean, maybe a B plus, probably an A minus, yeah. like A plus for me. Yeah, I I really like this season. I thought it had um, had some interesting things, like the fact that uh, I don't remember anyone's name. The guy that <laughs> with with no teeth, Hopper. Um, that he based not Hopper isn't Hopper the cop. The what? Isn't Hopper the cop? Hopper's the cop, yeah. The kid, the kid with no front teeth or fucked up teeth or whatever. Oh, I know his real name, Galen Matanzaro, but I don't know. You're right, I don't know his characters. Anyway, well, it was interesting because he anyway, basically yeah. was not with his friends for most all most a couple of the episodes. Season. Yeah, a couple episodes. He wasn't. He didn't show up at all for a couple episodes for sure. No, but he but he wasn't even for. 95% of the season he didn't spend time with the core correct. group of friends. Um, That's correct, yeah. They did a good job sort of introducing new characters like uh, Steve's friend at the ice cream place, his co-worker. She was awesome. Scoop, I, Scoops Ahoy. I can't Ahoy. remember anyone's name. I can't remember her name either. Yeah. That's kind of sad. Um, uh, what, <laughs> the African-American girl, the little sister of... <laughs> Don't remember her name American either, but yes, she really, was, but I can't remember the worst. Erica, I think her By name way, was Erica. I think you're right about that. She at first annoyed the shit out of me, but then she later like grew on me. Because at first I was like, "All right, she's the sassy little black kid. I get it." But like, <laughs> but it she, she had some she really good like great lines. I think she had writing. something about America and Erica or whatever. 
Um, the whole mall sort of like location I thought was great. Yeah, very um, 80s. Hopper was good this season. He's always good. Some real heartfelt moments, some good like suspenseful moments. I, I've heard someone describe it as horror. I don't feel like it's really a horror. It's never like super no. scary. Like I wouldn't show it to my eight-year-old. It's a little advanced for her, but I think like you'd 11 or 12, you'd be fine. Oh. <laughs> She'd actually be into it, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's not uh, like horror feels just because of where horror is right now. And I don't watch a lot of horror movies, so I don't really know what I'm talking about, but it doesn't feel like what I think it feels more like an eighties, maybe horror movie ish yeah. sort of thing. Like and it not definitely even, not, has that period not, appropriate. Not, not, in, not in the slasher way either. Just, yeah. Just yeah. Just the, the suspenseful. It's, more suspenseful. Moment. it's not scary. Yeah, it's, yeah. That's what I was saying. Um, I, I thought that maybe I was the age of the characters when this happened, but they're a little older than I was. Cause I, cause I was like, well, what year did this happen? It happened like 89, but <clears throat> it was 86. So I was, was a couple 85. years. I think this season was 86. According to, the I know internet. it was 85 because that's when back to the future came out. Uh, well, that's wrong. Should have been I mean, according to the internet, stranger things. Back to the future. Season mm-hmm. three year yeah, is 86. Wrong. I'm just telling you, I'm just saying Back to the Future came out in 85 and there's a lot of Back to the Future stuff in this movie. So Yeah, good good um I honestly like I listened to some podcasts and did some deeper dives on this after I finished watching it, oh. but I've forgotten a lot of that stuff. Um I don't I don't know if you remember if you want to talk about if you want to have any sort of high-level notes and then if you want to talk about sort of the ending running into season four and right. that kind of thing. Um, so I, you know, I agree with, I'm assuming you really like the never ending story duet. Yeah. I mentioned that at work yesterday, kind of offhand in conversation. People were like, Oh my God, that was the best. Jamie loved that. That was her favorite part of the entire run of the show. For some reason, she has this fascination with that movie. I like the movie, but I'm not like, I thought, I thought you had it, but I thought that, that movie. No, I guess I was wrong. No. Uh, you were. Um, so yeah, that was a classic scene. But again, hitting on the Back to the Future, and I don't remember exactly what it was. Now I think it was episode five or six when they were really deep into the Back to the Future references. There was a scene that took place, I think, outside of the theater when, um, oh God, what's his name now? You just said it. The, when the when the two scoops ahoy employees, um, uh, Steve, were inside the th- Steve, yeah, were inside the theater watching it. Um, there was a scene that happened where, if you know Back to the Future as well as I do, and not many people do, it was a total homage to Back to the Future. The way it was shot, the back and forth dialogue. I don't remember the specifics of it now, but it was. I, was, I think there like, are a I lot of sort of like, like oh my God, Easter you, egg things that? like that where they sort of like, of course, of course. I mean, obviously there's a ton of that stuff, like a lot of eighties stuff coming back, but right. Right. Um, but I thought that was great. I thought the, now, the character's name, who we could not remember sequels? was Dustin. Dustin. There you go. Well, that was one of many characters names we could not remember. Um, I still don't remember. What was the girl's name? Why can't I find it? I'm even Erica. looking at oh, the Oh, the... Her name? The Scoops Ahoy. 
Scoops yeah. Ahoy was... Her name of the show. I'm looking... Holly? It wasn't Holly, was it? No. Robin? God, we're the worst. Maybe it was Robin. Oh, yeah. Maya Hawk. There you go. Okay. Anyway, we're terrible. Um, yeah, that's definitely her. So, but yeah, I thought the I thought the action sequences... It's, it's interesting. It took... I feel like in seasons one and two, as far as I can remember... Like, it felt like there was sufficient action kind of all the way through. I feel like in season three, there wasn't really a lot of action at all until you got a few episodes in, specifically when they first went down, took the elevator down into the Russian area. Yeah. You know, you knew something was something crazy was going down. Um, but then, obviously, when the, when the uh, what was the monster called? The Flare? The Mind Flare. Like that, yeah, the Mind Flare. When that finally, like, truly revealed itself in its mega size... You were like, oh shit, this is this is going down. Um, a lot of a lot of goop that, this season. A lot of goop, a lot of goop. That's for sure. Um, and that, by the way, that would be the only portion that I would say would be you could even consider horror is when the people started yeah. walking towards the flare and just fell, disintegrated. And, like, their body just turned to mush. <laughs> that was pretty and awesome. Into it. Yeah, <laughs> that would qualify. I agree, that's pretty awesome. But I mean, I could see that you know scaring kids or whatever. Yeah, so, that, that was like um, that. I, I agree. That was legit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, all the action was, was great and, you know, very suspenseful in the final episode when they, you know, they're the, the whole one owner rider thing and Hopper and trying to turn it off. Oh, the other, the other huge um, homage was the, the Russian guy was totally Terminator. Like, oh, they, yeah, they could yeah. have made that more obvious that he was just playing the part of a Terminator-ish type character in basically everything that he did, even the way he was dressed and the way he moved and he had the accent, like it was right, it was spot and he didn't on. really say much. So I thought that was well done. It's an easy one, but that was, he didn't say much. That's right. And his purpose was just to kill. Um, and I thought, and then, you know, kind of on the flip side, on the, on the comedy side of things, I thought the whole interaction between the Russian guy that they took, took hostage or whatever and Dr. The Alexi conspiracy theory guy that whole uh, I think, all of those scenes yeah I all think, those scenes I, think, I thought were I think really Dr. Alexi was the really well done he's the he's the guy uh, well you know who I'm talking about yeah he, he's the conspiracy theory guy I think it doesn't matter okay maybe well, whatever not. the two of them and Hopper and Winona Ryder, their whole interaction was, I thought that was, uh, yeah, that was, that was, that well was done. So that was good stuff with the whole, you know, the flavor of the Slurpees and the whole thing, the whole thing was, was well, well planned out. And then by the way, Carrie, I never know how to pronounce his last name. Carrie Elways, famously known for being the lead character yeah. of the Princess Bride. I thought did a great job as kind of the, uh, the dirty mare or whatever as well. All of his scenes were. I didn't even recognize him. Like, yeah, he was really good. I didn't. I didn't I, realize it was him until it was mentioned later to me, and I was like, "Oh man!" I think really? because I think of oh, him as right the away. Princess Bride role. Princess Bride. And he didn't have yeah. a mustache. Sure. I don't think in this one. Right. No, he did so. not. He was clean shaven. So that was well done off. as well. Um, but yeah, in terms of, by the way, we should have said this six minutes ago. Spoiler alert. 
if you haven't seen the season, but if you've listened this far, then you know there's some spoilers. Oh, it wasn't um, Dr. Alexi. That's not the conspiracy theory, guys. What is his name? What the fuck is his oh, name? Oh, Brett Gelman is the actor's name. There you go. And he okay. plays no Murray Bauman. Yeah, he was really good. Gelman! Yeah. Yeah, he did a great job. I thought he was well acted. Um, and then, um, yeah, in terms of, you know, kind of the the end and moving into season four. Obviously the big question that I think everyone knows the answer to is when they say not the American is that Hopper. And the answer is yes. The answer is obviously yes. I think until that very moment, everyone, the other thing that I heard that it could be really when it happened, I was like, (laughs) well, it's a show that really no characters died off. This is, this was bound to happen. So it wasn't that big. Well, of a they killed Sean Austin. I liked him as a character, but well, they sh- yeah, but he wasn't a major character. He's, he's one character. of the best characters on the show, though. They're, I feel like they can't kill Hopper. Like, he's a pretty central, he's like, heartbeat of the show. Of course he is. Of course. Um, he is. But I mean, Sean Austin had a big role last. Anyway, but um, Sean the other but yeah. the other theory I heard that the American could be is the uh, the doctor or whatever that sort of was working on 11 as a child or whatever like that could be oh. they could bring him back to sort of since he knows about their powers to work with the upside down but i mean there's so many signs like they obviously they didn't they showed the other people exploding at the end right. the people in suits but they didn't show hopper do that so i i guess right. we're most people assume he jumped into the crack in the in the the opening or right. something like rather than exploding which seems weird but whatever anything's possible um yeah i i think they can pretty easily explain that away um the the interesting thing i heard was sort of this idea of time travel so they obviously talked they had a bunch of uh back to the future stuff tied in there um yes. and like in some of like the note that hopper wrote to l where she was reading it back he says something like, I wish I could go back and do it over and, you know, keep this from happening to you. So there's some sort of hints. I don't remember the exact lines, but hints where he's talking about sort of being able to travel back and forth or move in time, perhaps. And then also in that scene when they're leaving, they, they leave the house and then, then they're back in the house and they leave again. They do it twice. So there's like sort of a weird thing visually where they, sort of travel back in time. I don't know if you remember that, but they, like when they're packing up, when yeah. uh, Mike is packing up to leave and Eleven's like reading the thing, they they actually show them driving away and then they either flash back or something happens, but they're back in the house and they leave again and say goodbye. And um, they say like, you know, his friends are like, well, we'll see you at Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever they say. So yeah, yeah. The, the assumption is like, the next season will pick up at that time, I think, because it doesn't really say where they're moving. They earlier she talks, I think, about moving to Michigan or something. So that's sort of what I assumed where they would be going, but it's unclear right. where they're actually going away to. Yeah, um, but but that's they definitely one of the other loose ends. If you if you rewatch the last thing, like as she's reading the letter, they uh, she they leave and then that there's like some some time some events happen in the show and they leave again. So it gives, it gives credence to this idea that there's some, some sort of time travel that could be happening in the next season. 
Oh yeah, I didn't I didn't catch that. That's somebody's Because I I need to rewatch this now because I I don't recall that at all. And there's no way you figured that out yourself. I, so, okay. I no, I did. Well, I didn't notice it. I didn't think of it as time travel because I was just. I feel like that's something I have to watch it a couple of times because I wasn't. I wasn't trying to figure out the show. I was just watching it to enjoy and follow yeah, along. Yeah, you're just enjoying it. Yep. I wasn't like thinking like what's going on in the show like plot wise. What are they? What are they trying to tell me? Um, but I definitely noticed it. I was like, didn't they already leave? Why are they back in the house? I remember thinking that. So if you watch it, you'll you'll right. notice that it's probably like in the last fifteen minutes of the show if you don't want to watch the whole whole episode. But yeah, um, no, I won't. I'll just watch the last fifteen. Uh, yeah. And L's powers going away—that's another sort of like. I was about to say, yeah, that's the why third did they go away? What's the Is deal it... with L's powers? Are they coming back? Are they gone forever? Why do they go away? Is is it just? Uh... Is it like a mental? Does she have the yips, or is she like actually lost them? She tries to move something off the shelf, like a box a or a can or teddy something, and can't shelf. do it. Yeah, um, and it, it didn't yeah. work. So she she's certainly convinced that um, it that her powers are gone. But are they really? Who knows? I mean, pulling a teddy bear off the shelf is not life threatening, so she doesn't really need the powers for that. Other interesting thing I heard in the same podcast was uh, um, this is mostly unrelated to the season, but you know, last season where they had the the one episode where Elle goes out and finds the other numbers and sort of yeah, hang out, hangs hated, out with them. I hated that episode. And how was terrible. how was a one off? So, well, a lot of fans did, but so I think the Duffer brothers, the you know creators, have said it's going to be four or five seasons, but. Stranger Things is like Netflix's biggest show, basically the most popular, seemingly. Yeah. So they yep. they wondered if the it could continue as a franchise after this group of the eleven story finishes after four or five seasons. Do they then go and make a whole separate Stranger kids? Things series around seven or one of the other numbers, which is an interesting possibility. Yeah. I mean, it was a weird sort of like. I don't, I, and it could be that they thought like, oh, maybe we can explore more characters going forward, and then people are like, no, we only care about the friends in uh, yeah. Eleven and that yeah. whole that whole group, and they're like, all right, we'll just because they 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 definitely do some like fan service, and like if people like stuff, they'll continue down that road, and if they don't, they'll abandon sure. it. But it does leave open the possibility that they could continue Stranger Things as a, an umbrella and have a completely different group of characters. Because the other thing is, like, the kids are aging very quickly. <laughs> like, yes. If you if you look at clips of them from the first season to this season, you're like, oh my god, they look like tiny children in the first season, and yeah. they're like, oh yeah, they're like definitely in high school now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Especially. Uh, and they play to that some but... in the show, like. Yeah, they do. They do. But everyone but everyone uh, but Dustin Galen looks like they. Yeah, Dustin. Yeah, yeah his name's totally Dustin. Different. Yeah. Okay, Dustin. Um, but yeah, no, they, you're right. They played to it because they had the you know the scenes of growing up. Like there was a lot of L and and Mikey or whatever kissing this season, which yeah, they obviously would not have done that two years ago. <laughs> that sort of thing. So um, yeah, no, it's. I mean, I'm all in on that show. Obviously, the Duffer yeah, Brothers really annoy good. me because it's one of those things that I feel like I feel like I. 
I feel like there are a lot of things in Hollywood or in music or whatever that if I had stopped working and just dedicated a month to it, I could produce a product similar. But I feel like coming up with the ideas and writing the episodes, like I could never do that. It's just you're creating this land and this whole fucked up situation. And so the Duffer Brothers annoy me because they're just creatively superior and they've got this awesome deal going with Netflix and they've got a kick-ass theme song. Like, the whole thing just bothers me. So, yeah. I'm jealous of the Duffer Brothers, I suppose. Yeah, it's kind of like a fun too, thing to do. And the Hoffman Brothers. You still we can be. The same thing, but you it's my up. fault. Well, I feel like I, I mean, would if be you the start, if you, you know, brains behind this. Not... Holy shit! Is that not true? <laughs> not to bring this full circle or anything, but if you can get I could I could write a show. Though, I mean, that's the first Doesn't step, you like... know. We get a little following, and then we start putting out little shorts, and then we go from that to feature films or feature series. Can we TV wear series. Can we wear full length shorts? Though? I don't I don't want to wear little shorts. Okay, fine. I'll wear the little shorts. I do it all the time. I'm wearing them right now. As a matter of fact, I'm wearing <laughs> I'm sure shorts, shorts as we speak. <laughs> I am. It's better. It's better than no shorts. Well, that was last week, I believe. Um, All right. Anyway, so yeah, we'll work on that. Coming soon, fall 2020. Look, look for season Hoffman one Brothers of the uh, Hoffman Brothers production. Yeah. Odd things is what it's going to be called. <laughs> <laughs> so, the T is silent. It'll be... Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. What a terrible show that would be. It's just pretzels and... <laughs> oh my god, that would be an amazing show. <laughs> Odd things. It's <laughs> spelled Todd things. <laughs> With the T outline, but like the other yeah. letters are all filled in, so you yeah, can see I... that it's Todd. Man, we, we've but, already uh, got the fucking yeah. title. That could, that's got to be tonight's episode's title. Todd things? Yeah, you can put the yeah. T in parentheses. Right, fine. I have no... I, ha... I had nothing else. Yeah, that's true. I will do that. Um... Let me, let me do that now. Odd <laughs> things. All right. So, yeah. It's just you eating pretzels, watching bad television, and not exercising. It's going to be a great oh, show. Man. I'm, lo- I'm the, looking forward to it. I feel like this is something people records. need in their lives. I mean, based on podcast listens, I don't know if that's accurate, but maybe that's just because our social media presence isn't where it needs to be yet at this point. Well, I mean, once we start making our own show, we can hire a team to do the social media presence. You're right. Once How much pick- are you uh, committing financially to this? Just Nothing. We're, Netflix is giving away oh, money. All we have to do is get like that is true. a decent like script, and they'll be like, "This sounds great." Odd things. We're in. By the way, and we'll we'll wrap up with this comment. <laughs> we kind of had this thought like ten years ago. You wanted to make a either an individual or a series of children's books, as I recall. And I was all about it. You were going to illustrate. I was going to write. And it just never got off the ground due to probably laziness. Mostly on your part because I needed some illustrations. How on my part? You didn't didn't write any books. I've written a book and done a dummy illustration. Because it was your idea. But it just never, you never, it was like, all right, let's do it. And you're like, great. End of story. That was 12 years ago. So if it's still if you're still in production, I'm ready. My brain's always always cranking. I'm ready to write some some scripts here. Uh, write a script. I'll I'll punch it up, make it better, and then we can go. Okay. 
You know we should we'll talk we, off air about this. We should shoot for uh, the yeah. uh, the. We talked about this show before the uh, the one with Michael Sarah and um, which Oh yeah, Mike. What's it Mikey called? Sarah. What's that show called? Um, do, 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 do. Clark and Michael. Clark and Michael. Yeah. We should shoot for that because those are like ten minutes the web, long. The web series. Yeah, we could do that. It's still amazing. I watched God, it. The I love other. that show. The other week is really yeah. good. I watched the entire thing like a month or so ago, just at yeah. work. It's only Over like lunch, a couple, all... couple hours of an investment. Yeah, yeah there's a couple like of... ten or twelve episodes, and they're like ten minutes long. And they're all ten minutes. Yeah, it's easy, easy peasy. All right, we'll work on that then. So big right. things coming from the BroPod Network. Everybody, stay yeah. tuned. It's more than just a podcast network, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna we're gonna get Michael Sarah to be in the Todd things, and we could, yeah. What's the theme song going to be? Maybe you, there we go. That'll be your debut musical production. Sweet. Is the Todd Things also well, known I feel as like Todd this, Things? This song. Todd Things, the music's got to be go. a little different from some yeah. of my my EDM yeah. work or my sibling dribblings stuff. So I got I got to look. Hang on, time out. You have EDM work. When did this happen? And what planet was I living on? I didn't know you had EDM work. You're... Yeah, well, the the thing I was working on last week that I. That I abandoned. That you didn't finish and barely started. Yeah. So that's your. I've been very busy at work. To be fair to me, so. Okay, well. Now you're not anymore. So focus on your EDM career. Okay. And then we can no, I don't, don't want to focus. I'd rather things. focus on the odd things than my EDM career. Yeah, but that's now they're now intertwined. You need an EDM song as the intro for odd things. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Odd things doesn't have an EDM song. Has a much more chiptune oh, okay. sort of '80s theme song to it. Okay, gotcha. So, oh, so it's going to be a period piece as well. We can't no, it just completely to, rip off the. It doesn't players. have to be a period piece. I'm just. I think the music needs to maybe feel more like a classic sitcom okay. intro. So we're going to do like '89, like a lot of He-Man and GI Joe stuff. Okay, that's fine. We'll figure this out. We got. We got to talk about this off the air. The music. I mean, anyway. I'm flexible on the music. We can. Yeah. We can work on the music. I, if it needs to be EDM, okay. I can rate that too. Your overconfidence is terrifying to me because I have no confidence <laughs> in you to be able to do any of the shit you're talking about. Oh but anyway, my God. All right, that's it. This is. We almost cut this off at 60 minutes. Now we're nearly at 90. That's how we do it here on the Bro Pie with Scott and Todd. Yeah, Thanks for we, listening. We can't do anything like, subscribe. I know. It's, uh, I should have known that. Uh, share, write comments, write reviews. You guys know what to do. You yeah. guys know where to do it. Go to iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. Check out uh, Threadless. No, BroPod. The, God damn it, I can never remember what it is. TheBroPod.Threadless.com, I believe is what it is. Uh, to check out our merch. Yeah, it's it's also in the show notes down below. So go check that out. Get a hoodie, get a t-shirt. Everybody's wearing them. Everybody's doing it. Uh, we got more, more stuff coming out soon. Next Valentine's Day is what Todd always tells me. So I keep waiting for it. We'll have to, we'll have to wait and see. We do Give annual drops. He's giving me the thumbs up. He, he forgot it's a podcast. He needs to say something. There you go. Yeah, no, annual I'm... drops and goods. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, thanks. You're, you're, yeah, uh, all right, fine. Uh, maybe, maybe have some YouTube videos coming up soon, as we know. Uh, no sponsors for tonight's show. That's how we roll. We don't need sponsors. We're doing it DIY. Well, so Ford, Ford thanks as always sponsor. to everyone for listening. We will talk to you. Okay, Ford can sponsor. Sure, whatever. <laughs> uh, thanks everyone for listening. 
We'll do it again next week. And until then, everybody, peace. See you.